right, welcome back to What's the Rush podcast, and today we've got a story out of the sports world. Last week we did a little history, this week we're going to go into the sports world and continue with our theme of What's the Rush, looking at these stories and realizing they didn't happen overnight. And today's story will be none other than, if you got the little hint at the end of last week's episode, my personal favorite athlete, but I think he's got a really great story, so it's important to share it. And so we will talk about that right on the other end of this little musical break. So this week on What's the Rush podcast, as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about an athlete, one of my favorite professional athletes, probably my favorite professional athlete, and he comes from the MMA world. His name is Conor McGregor. So I think you probably have at least heard of him, if you don't already know him, um, from watching UFC. Or maybe you've just seen him on commercials or whatever else he's doing. He's doing a lot these days. So today we're going to talk about his story because I think it's one similar to George Washington's of perseverance. And it's also one of it definitely took time in his story. So if you're not familiar with him, uh, I'm going to tell you first where I kind of got some of this source material that we're going to talk about today. Um, I'm shamelessly going to say that I got a lot of it off of Wikipedia. Wikipedia is good. It's not the end-all be-all. I wouldn't use it as a source on a paper or anything, but it's got some good stuff on there. So Wikipedia, his Wikipedia page is very good. Also, several interviews from him and others around him on YouTube. And then I'm also drawing from a book called Win or Learn by his coach, John Kavanaugh. It's a very good book. Would recommend it. But anyway, so that's where I get all this from, and that's where his story's going to be. And if you want to get any more into his story, I would recommend going to those sources. They're very, very good and very, very easy to read. So let's get started. First of all, who is Conor McGregor, if you don't already know who he is? Well, let me give you who he is today. All right, He was just ranked the wealthiest athlete last year as far as making money off of 2021. Uh, I believe that was the Forbes list. He is a multi-multi-millionaire, makes a lot of money doing what he does, and he's also a highly successful UFC fighter. He was the first ever simultaneous champion of two weight divisions. So if you don't know, uh, in UFC, there's several different weight divisions that these fighters fight at, and Conor McGregor was able to be the champion of two different ones at the same time. He was the first one to ever do that. Well, champ-champ status, if you will. So he cemented his name in UFC folklore, forever when he did that. Um, he's had some huge, huge wins. He pretty much holds all the records for pay-per-view buys. Um, if he's heading a card in the UFC, it's going to sell very, very well. He made a name for himself and now has pretty much become the face of the UFC, of the UFC um, synonymous with the company. So that's kind of a rundown, a quick rundown of where he is right now. Um, he's very successful, made a lot of money doing what he's doing, and he's really, really good at what he's doing. So, how did he get there, though? Did he just wake up one morning and become this all-time great UFC fighter and businessman and successful guy? No. That's not what he did. And I think you'll see that through his story. So, here we go again with what's the rush? Because we're going to take a pause in his story because there seems to be a a point in nearly all these stories that we're going to talk about where you could pause and see that it wasn't going well. So let's start with 
Conor McGregor. First of all, he was born to not a very wealthy family in Ireland. And what you need to know about Ireland for this uh, particular story is it was not known for MMA. Um, you read that in John Kavanaugh's book, and you also hear it from Conor McGregor. Ireland had literally almost no MMA presence uh, to speak of at the time. And so Conor starts off from a place where there isn't any real f- anchor. There isn't really anything that you can point to and say, oh, this is what I want to be, right? And so, you know, growing up in America, a lot of these athletes, they had guys that went before them. You know, the Michael Jordan era or, you know, in football, you saw Joe, Joe Montana, you're like, I want to be a quarterback, whatever the case was. In Ireland, there was no MMA fighter that Connor could have looked at and said, I want to be like him. So he was born in 1988, and as a child, he's, you know, he's working, he's going to school, he's doing all these other things, and he gets into boxing at a young age, just mainly for self-defense, um, getting bullied and whatnot, he wanted to be able to defend himself, so he gets into boxing initially, he gets pretty good at that, um, and then he starts to think that he wants to make MMA kind of his career, he wants to see what he can do in MMA, so he joins a gym in 2008 called Straight Blast Gym in Dublin, Ireland, under none other than Coach John Kavanaugh. Right, so that's who wrote the book that we're going to be talking about a little bit to get some of these uh, stories from. So he joins this gym to learn how to do other mixed martial arts other than just boxing. He starts his amateur career, um, and he does pretty well for himself. Then he gets into the professional world where he starts trying to make money, and he starts trying to to get bigger fights and bigger promotions and all of this. Well, here's the thing we need to know about Conor McGregor, and if you know him even now, if you know his story, this is pretty evident. He is a guy who likes to party. He's a guy who likes to go out and drink and do all these other things, and that was certainly evident when he was younger at this time, too. And so we're going to see that be a very important part of his story here as we get to the pause point of Conor's story. So, anyways, Conor is getting into the MMA, he's beginning to get some professional fights under his belt. He's won a few of them to start off. Um, But then something happens. This is in 2008, is when he uh, debuts in the professional realm of MMA. So something happens, and there's this episode in his life that's very, very important, and we find this in the book, Win or Learn. So his parents, we need to pause here, his parents were not very, uh, it wasn't that they were supportive, it's that they were not very, what's the word? They didn't see a path for Connor, right? They didn't, because again, in Ireland, you have to remember, there's nobody before Connor when it comes to Irish MMA fighters. There was nobody to point to, and, and Connor couldn't tell his parents, hey, look, I'm going to be like this. But he has a vision, that's what he wants to be. He knew, uh, you can even see in inter- interviews very early on, in a very young Connor McGregor, he had the confidence that he was going to be a UFC champion, and he was going to be uh, making money off of this and making a career out of it. But there was no one for his parents to have comfort and say, well, he could because this person did it. So they were kind of reluctant that Connor chose to pursue the MMA path. Um, One day, Connor was a plumber, um, and he basically came and told his father, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to be an MMA fighter, and that's how it's going to be. So that was uh, didn't go over too well, but the first fight that his parents come to, um, he loses, and he loses pretty badly. It's a very, very quick loss. Um, he's tapped out, and he loses. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the guy that beat him. I think he was like a Lithuanian guy, and I, I can't pronounce his name. But anyways, 
So Connor loses the fight. And after the fight, uh, John Kavanaugh, you know, he's, he's doing his, he's still running his gym. Obviously, Connor's not his only fighter. And he starts to notice that Connor's not coming to the gym anymore after this loss. And Kavanaugh gets a call from Connor McGregor's mother. And he's like, and she goes, listen, you know, he's in a bad way. He's not really coming out of his room. He's not training. He's not doing anything. And she's worried about him. Now, this is like a month after the fight. And she convinces John Kavanaugh to come to their house and to talk to Connor. So Kavanaugh gets there, and, and Connor's in a in his room. He's not doing anything. He's not moving. In the words of John Kavanaugh, he, he seemed to be in a very depressed state, right? So he just lost in front of his family. You got to think from Connor's perspective, this is his first time he's fighting in front of his parents after his parents have been kind of skeptical about him being able to do this as a career. And the first thing they ever see him is a big fat. L. He took a big fat loss in this one. And so they had to weigh on him. And he begins to rethink if he can even do this, pursuing this mixed martial arts career, if he's even going to be able to do it. And so it puts him in a state of depression. He doesn't want to do anything. So again, Kavanaugh's at his house. Uh, Connor didn't know that, that was going to happen. And so Kavanaugh talks about this discussion in his book. And this, to me, is the pause point for Conor McGregor's life. Conor McGregor is very young at this point. You know, He's only 20 years old. Um, and he believes that he's going to be an MMA fighter. He believes that he's going to get there, but then he runs into this wall right here. He runs into this big-time loss on a big-time stage in front of his parents, in front of his family and his friends, and and he begins to question himself. And John Kavanaugh comes in here, and he basically tells him in the book, uh, you can read about the conversation, but basically the gist of the conversation is, look, you can't, you've got to be all in 100% into this mixed martial arts career. If this is what you want, if this is the vision that you have for yourself, then you have to do it. You have to be able to say, I'm 100% in. No more of this partying, no more of this, uh, you know, just being at the gym a couple of times a, a week, none of that. You have to be 100% in or you're not going to get where you want to be. And so Kavanaugh basically tells him, look, I can, I can get you there, but you've got to be 100% in. So we can pause right there at his story. Last week we paused at George Washington's story. And, and you kind of see that if his story ends there, he's not George Washington. Well, you can pause right here in Conor McGregor's story. If this ends differently, then Conor McGregor is not somebody that we're talking about. He's not somebody you're going to talk about in the sports world. And I hate to say this, but he's not somebody anybody's going to talk about other than his friends and his family in Ireland. Because Conor could have decided right here, look, it's too hard. I lost on a big stage in front of my parents. Now they're going to not believe in me, and I just there's nothing I can do at this point. And he could have just given up. Given up in 2008 and never fought again, and tried to go do a different career, and maybe he would have been successful at that. I'm not saying he wouldn't have been, but he wouldn't have been Conor McGregor, we know, as an MMA star, and perhaps one of the most prolific athletes of all time in any sport. So we learn from his story not only just to pause and to think he could have given up, but he realized that there was a process, but there's another point that I think is so important when we think about life from What's the rush perspective, right? When we think about we have a goal and we want to get there, it is so important to surround ourselves with people that are encouraging and people that are pointing us to the fact that we have a goal and that we need to keep pushing towards that goal. I don't know if Conor McGregor would have been Conor McGregor without John Kavanaugh. And not a lot of people know the name John Kavanaugh unless you watch UFC and MMA, but a lot of people know the name Conor McGregor. A lot of people know that name, and I don't think we would have had Conor McGregor if it were not for John Kavanaugh. So 
here's something, a, a life lesson I think we can take away as we pause at this moment, is that as we are telling ourselves we've got to slow down, we've got to look at the prize, we've got to keep the main thing that we want to get to, the main thing in our life, and that we just got to keep pushing towards that. It's also very important, and a life lesson that we get from this is to have people around us that know that's what we want, and they're pushing us to be better and pushing us to, to move towards that goal. Because if there's going to be times, like in Connor's story, where we hit a wall, we hit an obstacle, and we just don't think we can go anymore. We need that support system. We need that person or people to tell us, look, remember, this is what you're trying to get. Don't give up now. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. And we also need people to give us a swift kick and say, maybe you're not getting where you need to get because you're not working hard enough. You're not trying. You're not dedicating yourself to it. And that's what John Cavanaugh was for Conor McGregor. And so as we pause in that in, in his story there, we see those two themes, that one theme of, again, if he would have given up, just like if George Washington would have given up, he wouldn't have been who he was. But also, in order to live this lifestyle, this lifestyle of keeping your eye on the prize and not allowing yourself to get discouraged when you're not there exactly at the time that you want to be there, this what's-the-rush lifestyle, if you will, you need people in your life to, to remind you that, hey, you're getting to the goal that you're getting to. Just keep on working, keep on pushing, keep on moving forward, and you'll get there. And that is a huge part of Conor McGregor's story. I don't think it can be overstated because he was despondent. He was depressed. He was saying that he was not going to be able to do this anymore. He was thinking about other jobs. He was thinking about other avenues in life. He was thinking about giving up on this dream. And John Kavanaugh's like, look, you can do this. You just got to be dedicated to it. You just got to be all in, and you just got to be 100%. And according to this conversation, Conor McGregor tells him, you know what? You're right. I have to be. I'm going to be. And that's exactly what happens. He becomes, he starts training more. He stops partying. He's, well, relatively stops partying. He keeps on doing what he's supposed to do. He keeps on putting that dedication in and the work in, and he keeps moving forward. Well, the rest of Conor McGregor's story starts going up. He finally gets the call from the UFC after winning some more professional fights. Um, he's a big name in Ireland, a big push in Ireland, and in 2013, he joins the UFC, the biggest fighting promotion in all of the world. They sign him. He begins going on this massive win streak, beating everybody, and it's just it's a really amazing thing that you see him go through. He even uh, he fights a young Max Holloway, blows his knee out in the fight, and he comes back from that. So again, you see battling from adversity. There could have been a time where after he blew his knee out, he's like, look, I'm here in the UFC, but I'm never going to be a champion. I'm never going to get to where I want to get because I just blew my knee out in one of the biggest fights I've ever had. But he keeps on pushing. He, he rehabs that. He recovers from his torn ACL. And he keeps on fighting. And he keeps on winning. Uh, the year 2015 hits. It's a huge year for Conor McGregor. He uh, He's the interim champ. He finally wins the big one, when he beats Jose Aldo, who hadn't lost in 10 years. Uh, he becomes the featherweight champion of the world. But then we get to 2016, right? So this is a really important part of what's the rush right here. 2016, Conor McGregor has his first ever loss in the UFC. And Kavanaugh talks about this, too, where he was talking about how he was worried that Conor McGregor might go back into that same dark space that he went to after his first loss. But what do you see from Connor the second time? The second time that he gets adversity, the second time that he has a loss, what does he do? He goes, nope, I'm just going to keep on going. And I'm going to fight, and I'm going to fight, and I'm going to win. 
And he comes back and he fights the same guy that he lost to, is Nate Diaz. He fights him again and he beats him the second time. But right there, that is a mindset that is very, very impressive, I think. And it's one that I want to highlight here. As we continue to think about, you know, we know where we want to get to. And we know that we're not there yet. Well, Conor McGregor got to where he wanted to get to, which was to be a UFC champion. But he set for himself more goals. And the, fir- and the first step that he takes towards more goals, he loses. But he doesn't give up. He keeps going. But what is interesting about Conor McGregor's story is you had to, th- you had to think that he was reminded of the first time that he lost. And the first time that he lost and how he wanted to give up. But he saw that when he pushed through the adversity, when he pushed through the obstacles, he came out on top because he was dedicated and he worked hard and he didn't give up. And I think that's what fueled him to fight again and to win and to not take this loss the same way that he took the first loss. And I think that's what we have to remember. What's the Rush podcast is all about looking forward and it's all about looking forward but doing it in a pace and realizing that it's a process. But there's also a lot to be said about looking back at our lives and looking at how there were times that we've already faced obstacles where we are today. But look at where you are now, just right now, and ask yourself, have I improved in the past year, in the past day, in the past week, you know, whatever time period you want to look at. And you think back to the to the setbacks that you've had in your life, but you've overcome them. And you've got to where you've gotten, the same as Connor did. He's gotten to where he's gotten, you've gotten to where you have gotten. And to use that as fuel, knowing that you are going to face obstacles and adversities again in your future, but if you have the mindset of thinking back to when you've already faced them and now you've already conquered them, man, that's that's powerful stuff. And that's going to help you as we as you move forward with that mindset of getting to the overall goal that you're trying to get to, but realizing it's okay to slow down and realizing that's a process, but also realizing you've already been in a valley, you've already been in adversity and you got through it and you're stronger than you thought you were then and you're going to be stronger than you think you are as you keep moving forward and that's what we see in Connor's story is that he he faced adversity he lost he got despondent and he got depressed somebody helps him through it he fights through it and he begins to see and build confidence that he can do this and when he does that the next time that he faces adversity he's like no I've already done it I've already overcome adversity once I'll do it again and that's what he does so he beats Nate Diaz he eventually um, becomes a double champ when he beats Eddie Alvarez. And this is a huge year for Connor. 2016, even though he lost, it was still a huge year. So he continues to to win in the UFC. Um, he leaves UFC for a little bit to go in this huge boxing match with Floyd Mayweather, one of the best boxers of all time. He does lose that one, but uh, it wasn't really a big despondent loss when you're making millions and millions of dollars to not have to get kicked in the face and you just have to box. So... That's not really a adversity in his life, I don't think. After that, he kind of goes off the deep end a little bit, not going to lie to you. It was hard to be a Connor fan for a while there. Um, he got in some trouble outside of the UFC, and he also lost to Khabib in a really bad fashion. Comes back and beats Donald Cerrone in 2020. But then in 2021, he has two losses to Dustin Poirier, and his story continues, so we'll see if he comes back. In his last loss, he did break his leg, so we'll see what happens to him, but... That's pretty much the story of Conor McGregor in a nutshell. It's, it's, a, it's a quick flyby story of Conor McGregor. But I think the biggest lessons that we can learn from his life in, in, as we try to continue with this theme of what's the rush is, again, I hope that you see it's another process. You know, he didn't 
become the double champ, millionaire, successful entrepreneur and businessman, one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. He doesn't become that overnight. It took him a very, very long time. It took him years of training. It took him dedication. It took him having to convince his parents that he could do it. It took him having to convince himself that he could do it. It was a process for Connor, and he kept on going, and he kept on fighting until he got to where he wanted to get to. And that was because he had the mindset of he saw what he wanted, he knew where he wanted to be, and he knew it was a process. And he kept on going. And just like in George Washington's story last week, there was a pause point in his life where he could have given up and he could have said, I can't do this anymore. I just lost in front of everybody. It was embarrassing. I'm going to go do something else. But he doesn't. And that leads us to the second one. Just a quick recap. Again, it's so vitally important. As you have this vision for your life, to have people around you that are helping you and that are pushing you towards that vision in life, that goal that you're trying to get to. I'll say it once. and I've already said it once. I'll say it again. There would be no Conor McGregor if it wasn't for John Kavanaugh. And you can probably think in your own life there would be no where you are right now if it wasn't for fill in the blank. And people, we need people in our lives to push us, to motivate us, to realize that we have a goal and to help us get to that goal, just like we help them get to their goals. And so I think those are very important lessons as we continue in this series of What's the Rush and continue to look at different stories, to just look at his story and see that he had adversity and that he kept fighting through it and that he kept trying and that he never gave up. And in that same instance, he had people behind him supporting him, pushing him to be better, and all these things culminated to get him to where he is today. So that is the story of Conor McGregor, and I think it's a pretty good one. Again, if you want to read any more or hear any more about him, I would really encourage you to read the book Win or Learn. It was one of my favorite reads. It's a pretty short book. It's an easy-to-read book, and I would really, really encourage you to read that. John Kavanaugh himself is an inspiration, but also a lot of that Conor McGregor stories are in there too. Also, of course, Wikipedia, YouTube, all of that good stuff, and that is pretty much going to conclude this week's episode, so please do come back. I hope you've been enjoying these past weeks, and we'll keep it going next week. We're going to dip our toes into the music world next week, so and it's not me, by the way. I'm not telling you my story because I haven't made it, but anyways, we're going to dip our toes into the music world next week, get a good inspirational story out of that, and I will see you right back here next week on What's the Rush? <laughs>